This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, September 15th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Brad Johnson. Brad, how are you doing this morning? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I'm mildly sick. Not bad, uh, but, but enough to notice. Yeah, that's no good. I got some allergies, but I don't think I'm actually sick. Just uh, tree pollen or something. Yeah, yeah. It's en- not enough to hold me out of work or anything, but enough to to, to feel it. Yeah. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, a good weekend. Yeah. Uh, had my last baseball game of the season, so a little sad about that. <laughs> uh, do you guys do playoffs or anything? Yeah, that was the playoffs. We lost our game. Oh no. Yeah, oh, uh, no. we were is... a six seeded team. We had to play the third seed, and uh, yeah, they beat us <laughs> pretty uh, well <laughs> yeah that's that's no good that is sad yeah you and i were just talking before we hit record that uh looking forward to the playoffs but it's it's bittersweet because as soon as it ends it's sad I, I get really sad when the world series ends you know yeah there's there's not a lot to look forward to for a couple months at least it's a little too early to really start preparing for the next fantasy season and yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not too much going on baseball-wise. If you're a football fan, obviously it's a lot easier, but I don't get involved in football anymore. I've That's dropped bad. it from my repertoire. <laughs> I don't either. It does not hook me. I've tried it, and it just, it, I don't know. It doesn't See, hook me. the problem for me is it definitely hooks me, but I don't have the time to give to it. Oh, like, okay. I know I'll put too much time into it if I start doing it, so I just have to stay away. Uh, cold turkey. That makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to look at DFS options for Tuesday, the 15th. And, uh, there's one day game. Uh, the Cubs are in Pittsburgh and we're ignoring that. Um, then they'll play there in the evening and that's part of our repertoire. Um, other than that, pretty full evening game slate. Um, we're going to start at catcher as usual. I had trouble at catcher. Uh, Brad, how'd you do? I think my list is pretty solid. Uh, on the top end, uh, I like Travis Darno a lot against Tom Kohler. Yes. I like Buster Posey against John Lamb. Yes. And then uh, Brian McCann has a decent matchup against Jake Odorizzi. Not really something I'm too excited about, but he's you know, the best power catcher in the league, so yeah. there's that to consider. Game you, isn't Tropicana, though. You literally read the three names I have. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's I, who I, I got, and I like all those, and then after that, I kind of threw my hands in the air a little bit. Um, I, and three I options four is more okay. names I like. Okay. Uh, I, I like Blake Swihart at uh, Baltimore against Ubaldo Jimenez. Okay, sure. Uh, he's hitting very well lately. Uh, some like a 400 BAPIP to go with. Uh, very nice triple slash. Mm-hmm. Uh, good park uh, for hitting. Uh, should be a, a decent option mid-price. Yeah. Uh, a guy you can go with today. Uh, you can definitely stack Red Sox in general if you want to against Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of pitchers like that where you can go against them. You can even use them. Uh, so we'll, we'll cover some of those uh, later on. Yeah. Uh, also, like Sal Perez against Josh Tomlin. Sure. Uh, Tomlin's been pitching very well. Um, also has a home run problem, uh, likes to fly balls, and Perez is good against those. Yeah. So that's a, it's a good matchup for Perez. Uh, stadium's not great for him. Uh, progressive field's uh, very nice for left-handed power and very harsh for right-handed power. Yeah. Uh, so maybe not a home run tonight, but hopefully multiple hits. Right. That's an interesting matchup for me. Chris Medlin at Josh Tomlin are both guys that are not slam dunks, but are intriguing. Yeah, sure. Um, I think my favorite is Travis Darno. Uh, he's been sneaky hot since he came back, you know. Oh yeah. 
Uh, he's, fire. <laughs> and he's, you know, as a prospect, was known for his bat and has not, you know, blown up yet. But this might be quietly his breakout year. And I think he just had trouble staying healthy, you know. Um, I like him when he's healthy. I think he's a top 10 catcher next year, which makes him, you know, a mixed league option for sure. Um, yeah, definitely. And I like Tom Kohler, but I like Tom Kohler at home. And he's, you know, for whatever reason, he's had home run splits for his career. And he's on the road, so I think the Mets should be able to hit him. So, um, yeah. So, but yeah, there are other options as well. Yeah. Uh, if you want to pay for it, it's Buster Posey against John Lamb and the Reds. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And I got a couple punts, uh, John Jaso against Adam Warren and then, uh, James McCann against Phil Hughes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, Hughes making his way back from the DL and is nothing special. Yeah. And McCann's all. good against fly ball pitchers too. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. How about first base? What were you thinking? Um, much bigger crowd at first base. A lot of good names with solid matchups today. Uh, you got guys like Miguel Cabrera against Hughes. Uh, uh-huh. Jose Abreu has Aaron Brooks, a flyball pitcher at home. Yeah. Uh, great, great situation for Abreu today. Uh, Chris Davis has Joe Kelly, who's looked good right lately. Uh, definitely, yeah. uh, one of the hot pitchers to pick on, but still, uh, Joe Kelly, a guy who can give up hits and home runs at a stadium like uh, Camden Yards. Yeah. Uh, Joe Kelly going for his ninth consecutive win. Yes. And I'm sure, I know how you feel about wins and whatnot, you know, but that's still impressive, you know? Yeah. He, he's been very, very reliable, very solid and steady. Uh, right. He is getting run support too. It's not like he's completely shut out the opposition right. during the streak. Uh, he's been supported too. Yeah. But he's pitching well. I think over the last seven starts, he's ranged from like 12.3 to 15 Vandal points. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very consistent. Yeah. Yeah, and he has a history of being okay before this year, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. He he's an he, intriguing he guy stuff. too. He he has a ceiling that's much better than what he's shown to date. Yeah. Uh, so he he could be tapping into that now, or hmm. we might just be seeing a blip. That said, uh, Chris Davis can hit one out of the park against him probably. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, deal with the opposite side of that. Uh, David Ortiz getting Ubaldo Jimenez. Oh yeah, I do as well. Uh, any left-handed power hitter at Camden Yards, I'm usually all over. Mm-hmm. At, uh, Ortiz and Davis definitely today look good. Yep, yep, I know you like that. Um, and then how about uh Eric Hosmer getting fly ball Josh Tomlin in Cleveland? You like that? Okay. Oh yeah, I like Hosmer, I like Morales. Uh, Morales is actually a little more expensive today on FanDuel, so uh, I'd go with Hosmer, who I consider to be a slightly better hitter. Uh, mm-hmm. In a pure sense. Uh, as I mentioned with Perez, not a good park for right-handed power, very good park for left-handed power. Right. And so Hosmer and Morales, both good uh, home run threats today. Yep, could be in business for sure. Um, I had uh, Joy Votto getting Chris Heston. Joy Votto's mm-hmm. become one of like those that. reliable everyday high high floor picks. He just doesn't mm-hmm. make outs anymore. You know, Matt and I talked about him for Monday, and we had an argument about uh, him going up against Tim Hudson. Uh, because he was worried that Tim Hudson throws too many strikes for Joey Votto to draw any walks. <laughs> and in the first inning, uh, Joey Votto drew a walk against Tim Hudson. So I got my own little fist pump there to like win that one on the minuscule sample size. That's <laughs> basically anecdotal. Like, yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, that was funny for us to disagree like that. Uh, on something so inconsequential. Um, the point is Joey Votto can put up points no matter what. Um, so I like that. Chris Heston's fine, but Joey Votto will do well. Um, I got a few cheaper ones. Um, do you care about Mark Canna getting Jeff Samarja? 
Marquena's right-handed, but he's been hitting righties. Does he intrigue you, like, at all? He's definitely an option today at USL here. Uh, more the ballpark than anything mm-hmm. else. And Samarja just being uh, erratic this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, difficult to predict how he's going to perform on a given day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a cheap, good cheap play if you're looking for something a little off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the problem is I hate to punt at first base. And I go over this a lot, you know. Sometimes I find sneaky picks at first base. But I'm like, I would much rather spend the money and get... Novato or Hosmer or Chris Davis or something, you know? Yeah, uh, it, it is hard to go that direction, especially on a day when it's not like yesterday Clayton Kershaw was far and away the best pitcher pick out there. Yeah. Uh, if you're going for a Kershaw, it makes a lot more sense to add a uh, Canna than if you're, yeah. you know, today you're looking at maybe uh, spending 10000 on Steven Strasburg. That's, yeah. You can still afford a good first baseman with that. Yeah, I don't like going cheap at first base. It doesn't mean you can't. Um, you know what it reminds me of? It's going to be a reference, but, uh, five years ago when, or, or so, when, uh, Sean Figgins was a third base option and everybody liked him and you could draft him, but the thing was he didn't give you power. He was only speed. And if you took him, you had to build your lineup differently, uh, in fantasy, right. you know, and it's like he's totally an option. He totally gives you points, but if you do that, you got to find some power elsewhere. And so I feel like you can go cheap at first base, but you better pump that money into, you know, another position where it's not typical. Um, and, and Mark Cannon's not a punt, like he can do okay, but he just doesn't have the same potential as others. So yeah, that, that's what sticks in my head is just, you know, having to, to rearrange your lineup in a way that's not typical, but it's totally doable. It just takes a little more looking. And then, uh, the one last name I like, uh, Evan Gaddis gets Derek Holland. Um, I think Derek Holland's pretty good, but, uh, Gaddis can always run into one against a lefty, likes to hit lefties. And so that's kind of a cheaper one with a boomer bust potential as well. Um, I, I think that matchups become really interesting, not just, uh, Gaddis on a lefty, but, uh, Rangers and Astros has all of a sudden gotten everybody's attention. Nobody realized how close they were, including me. Uh, so it'll be a fun game, but yeah, I don't think there's any reason Evan Gaddis can't hit a lefty like Holland, right? Yeah, not at all. Uh, yeah, he's a solid matchup today. Uh, Holland's one of those pitchers, I mentioned a few, uh, who you could either try to exploit or use. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I could see him having a good game against the Astros. I can see him getting torched. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it turns out in the end. Yeah. Uh, who else do you have at first base? I have Prince Fielder against Colin McHugh on the other side of that matchup. Uh, okay. Just a guy I think maybe could run into one. Uh, Fielder generally likes ground ball pitchers more than fly ball guys. Uh, McHugh leans towards those fly balls, so not a great matchup uh, considering some of the other options available today. Yeah. And then uh, I also like Clint Robinson as the, the cheap pick against David Buchanan. Okay, yeah. Any sort of lefty against uh, David Buchanan should do fine. Yeah. Uh, I agree. That's good. I looked at that and I kept trying to find lefties in the Nationals lineup, and, and that's a good one. <laughs> kind of like Canha. It's hard to go cheap, but you could do it for sure. Um, all right. Uh, second base was another position I weirdly had issues with. I only had three names, which is options, which is enough. Um, if you want to go a little cheaper, I like Jonathan Scope getting Joe Kelly. Uh, he has pop. He can't draw a walk ever, but uh, he can definitely hit one uh, out of the park, and I think that could be okay. Uh, if if you want to pick against Joe Kelly, I think there's a stack to be had there. Um, you can go Jason Kipnis getting Chris Medlin. Jason Kipnis against a righty is always, you know, just fine. Um, yep. It's the Royals. It's the Royals' bullpen. But uh, Kipnis can get the job done, I think. 
then if you want to go expensive, and I I still like it, uh, if you want that Astro stack, I think I'd be picking against Derek Holland, just all those righties that hit lefties, including Jose Altuve gets a lefty, including uh, Holland. He should do just fine, I think. Uh, you'd be paying for it, but I kind of like it. I might go ham, and spoiler alert, might go ham and like Correa, expensive in the middle infield, and then you could pick someone like Robinson or Arcana at first. Um, so yeah, who, who did you have at Sega Mace? I didn't get, cause like I said, I struggled only on three games. Yeah, I have a few more guys. Uh, Ben Zobrist on the other side of that, uh, Royals matchup, uh, with, uh, Cleveland against Josh Tomlin. Uh-huh. Uh, switch hitter, he'll be swinging at that, uh, friendlier right field. Uh, has enough power to hit home run, also has, you know, multi-hit potential. Uh, so, uh, a, a decent high floor, uh, mid-ceiling type pick, uh, in that middle of that royal stack. And I think that's a stack that could be very useful today. Might not be super popular, but yeah. uh, could perform very well. Uh, so he's a guy to consider. Uh, I like Nationals in general today. Uh, Anthony Rendon and uh, Danny Espinosa's getting the lineup a little bit more. They got some banged up guys. Yeah. Uh, so uh, either of those against David Buchanan, uh, both great picks, uh, very affordable uh, for what they do, uh, especially Rendon's, like, He's 3,300 on FanDuel, 3,700 on DraftKings. Easily a 4,000 guy on both sites. Yeah, has the potential to produce much better than that. He's had a troubled season, but he has plenty of potential. Yeah. I like Robinson Cano against Nick Tropiano. Sure. Uh, I think there's another stack you can have. A lot of lefties in that Seattle lineup against Tropiano. Yeah. Daniel Murphy against Tom Kohler. And then uh, Rugnet Rodor against uh, Colin McHugh. Yeah, I like those. Uh... Back to Cano, Matt and I are always okay. talking about how um, Matt doesn't like to pick guys he worries are injured, and I mm-hmm. feel a little bit different about DFS because, like, his example is he doesn't like Tanaka because he's worried that his elbow might explode, and I get that, and I don't draft Tanaka in Roto. He kind of scared me, you know, but um, I like DFS because it's okay. I mean, it'll blow up your day. It'd be bad, but it's not a long-term investment. I'm not as worried about that. But, um, you know, there's these reports coming out that Cano is not playing at 100%, and I don't think it means he can't do okay in any given day. Of course he can, you know, but it also makes me at least think twice uh, that he's he's a little bit hobbled down the stretch. They're still sure. playing him, so it can't be that bad, because if he were in bad shape, they would just, you know, hang him up for, for the end of the end of the season. But, uh, I don't know, it would make me think twice, but I agree, he can hit Tropiano in the Angels. I, I think he's an option, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I will point out he's still producing, which, uh, you know, one of yeah. the key things when you're hearing about a guy being banged up is, is he still hitting or yeah. is he ice cold? He's been good in the second half. You know, yeah. not great, not his old self, but still good. So. Yeah. Still a solid guy. I have my eye on him. I'm not avoiding it. I'm just saying take, take a look. How about third base? What do you think? I have a nice little group at third base, uh, starting with Nolan Arenado against Brett Anderson. Okay. Uh, in general, that Rockies lineup, not a great, pick against Anderson today. Uh, yeah. They're the worst team against lefties. They're the yeah. worst team on the road. Yeah. Uh, so there's two splits that really don't work in their favor, but yeah. Arenado's a guy you can use as a one-off. Yeah, I I definitely took a look at Brett Anderson as a sneaky pick, you know. Could, yep. could do stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I can see that for sure, though. Arenado's pretty darn talented. Would not be surprising if he did okay. Uh, who else you got? I, I like Manny Machado as part of that uh, possible Orioles stack against yep. Joe Kelly. Yeah. 
not definitely not the pitcher that I'm most excited about targeting today. But uh, again, it's it's a stack that's out there, could produce uh, at a higher volume, yeah. and uh, it's good to have some that aren't super popular sometimes. Yep. Uh, Fifteen game slates usually don't give you a few. Yeah. There's uh, Miguel Sano against uh, Alfredo Simon. Uh, he's been homer prone this year. Sano's obviously a huge homer threat. Yep. Uh, tons of latent power. Uh, we'll see if he can get into one today. Uh, it's been a little while since he parked one, I think. Uh, but uh, definitely a nice power play if you're looking for something uh, highly volatile but high upside. Yeah, I, I prefer him a little against lefties, but the truth is Alfredo Simone's not very good. So yeah. <laughs> you should do fine. Um, and I'm encouraged by Sano has been drawn walks like crazy. You know, he strikes out plenty. He's kind of becoming one of those three true outcomes guys pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot better than, you know, two outcomes. And there are a lot of those guys. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> the walks are a big help, especially at his age. He's, I mean, over under home runs next year. Is it 35 right off immediately? Yeah, somewhere 30, 35, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, it's, he could, you know, if he hit 40 next year, you wouldn't be blown away. And everybody talked like that was the ceiling for a long time as a prospect, and he's coming up and he's already kind of playing at that level. I don't know. It's impressive, for sure. He might be a 250 hitter, but I don't know. He's going to be an interesting draft choice next year, I feel like, especially uh, depending on where he qualifies. But yes, I like him against uh, against Simone, for sure. Who else you got at third base? The opposite of Miguel Sano is probably Matt Carpenter. Uh, sure. Nice high floor pick. Uh, draws a lot of walks. Uh, works counts. Uh, usually a high average guy. Not so much this year, but uh, he traded average for power, so that's nice to see. Yes. Uh, he's up against Ariel Pena. Uh, it's yeah. a good matchup at a good hitter's park. Uh, I, I really like the, the situation for him today in general. Yeah, I agree. I got, I got a few Cardinals there going to Milwaukee. Ariel Pena, last time he came up on the show, I admitted I had no real clue. And he did okay, but I don't expect him to be anything special, at least not right now. So, should do fine. Um, do you like Mike Moustakis getting Josh Tomlin? Yes, I do. Uh, he's on my list of nine here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he had that huge game a few days ago, uh, nine RBIs, yeah. uh, Grand Slam. Uh, probably not going to see that kind of production, but uh, still a solid pick against Tom Lickett Park 1. Yeah, it's definitely firing on all cylinders. He should be fine. Um, how about uh, Hector Oliveira, right-hander, getting Mark Burley? Uh, that Braves lineup is not very good, but would you trust uh, him at all? You know, I've taken a few looks at Oliveira, and I'm not too impressed with what I see. I'm not sure I'm looking at a full-time major league player. Yeah. Uh, that said, he's super cheap today, and if you're ever going to target a player like Oliveira, Mark Burley's a good guy uh, yeah. to pick against. Uh, just a, a hittable pitcher, uh, works more on being wily and getting batters to overcommit, and uh, as long as Oliveira stays within himself, could do some things tonight. Yep. Um, I have Kyle Seeger getting Nick Tropiano. Mm-hmm. Should do just fine. He's been he's been good and Nick Tropiano. Yeah, that's a nice one. Nick Tropiano is intriguing at times, but I don't see him as being oh, yeah. overpowering. Um, Justin Turner gets Chris Rosen. That's righty on lefty. Turner prefers righties, but it's not like he's going to be terrible because of the platoon advantage. And uh, Chris Rosen's not special, and the Rockies bullpen isn't good, so he could do fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, our guy, our guy, like uh, yeah. Dodgers in general against Russell is uh, another good stack. Yeah, and then uh, last one I have is Matt Duffy gets Sean Lamb. 
And that's also righty on lefty. And also a guy that prefers righties, but it's John Lamb. He should be fine. And more important, John Lamb is intriguing at times, has a little bit of potential, but he's been wild so far. But, um, Matt Duffy can, can hit righties and he gets the Reds bullpen. So I believe in him for sure. Um, any other third baseman you had? I noted Josh Harrison. Uh, he has a not so easy matchup against John Lester, but he also has a little bit of speed. If he gets on base, uh, yeah. he's a guy who can run against Lester. Uh, anyone who has a tiny bit of speed uh, can run against Lester. Absolutely. Uh, I like it, that one. You gotta check. It, it makes it a weird situation anytime Lester's on the hill. Yeah. Uh, he's looking for guys who can run. Yeah, guys that can run and can hit lefties, but Lester's not a great guy to match up against at the plate. Just on the base pass. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you gotta make sure Harrison's in the lineup, but if he is, I, I agree yep. for sure. Um, in that same matchup, I'm gonna hop over to shortstop and segue right in, uh, Jungo Gung against Lester. He doesn't run a ton, but, um, he, sh- he hits lefties. He should be fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he can hit. And, uh, you know, there's, there's one thing to watch out for. I've seen Clint Hurdle say that he likes, Gung against righties more than lefties. Okay. Uh, seemed, seemed like a weird comment when I saw it, but could mean that we'll see Jordy Mercer, who's probably more of a base running threat anyhow. Yeah. Uh, that would be a okay sneaky pick in shortstop. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be a pure punt, but, yeah. uh, you know, cheap and decent upside if he gets on base. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can say I'd feel pumped about, uh, Mercer against Lester, but it's a thing. It'd be okay. You know? Um, yeah, and it looks like Gung has actually been better against righties and lefties. I don't think it was that way earlier in the season, but, uh, I think he's capable of hitting lefties also anyway, but you're yeah, I wouldn't right. read into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about Francisco Lindor getting Chris Medlin? I like oh, Medlin. Yeah. He's okay. Been, he's but, been on fire. Lindor, uh, yeah. just, uh, really turned it around. I wasn't sure he was going to be a, uh, much of a hitter for yeah. you know, at least a couple of years, let alone, uh, right now. So it's, uh, nice to see him adjust so quickly to the majors. Yep. And then I mentioned earlier Carlos Correa getting Derek Holland. I, I mm-hmm. you know, it's going to cost you, but if you went with him and Altuve as a strong middle infield, I don't think you'd be nuts, uh, t- trying to take advantage of them piling on against a lefty. Um, I like them. And then, uh, of course, Johnny Peralta getting Ariel Pena. Johnny Peralta reference, but why not? It's Ariel Pena as <laughs> Brewers bullpen, right? Good a matchup yep. as any. Yep, good as matchup as any. Uh, he's been very cold lately. Um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing we're probably looking at a injured player, yeah. uh, to be honest. But uh, still, Johnny Peralta, good matchup. I can definitely see going with it. Yeah, even even when he's hurt, you're like, there's he could still do something every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He he feels like a, a decent bet most days. That's why he's become the you know the poster boy. Um, who else do you have at shortstop? Um, my version of Johnny Peralta, I feel like, uh, Eugenio Suarez, I feel like I mention him every week, and, sure. uh, up against Chris Heston this time in San Francisco, uh, not as good a situation as I usually like to use him in, uh, just cause, uh, AT&T Park's probably not going to hit a home run there, uh, he's used to his nice friendly home park in yeah. Cincinnati, uh, still a, a solid power threat, and, uh, at a position where you're not really getting too much of that. I just had to drop Troy Tulowitzki and picked up Eugenio Suarez in a league, and it was a very sad transaction. I, I can see the pain in that. Way yeah. uh, Tulo had been hitting even before the entry. Yeah, Suarez has been outperforming him for a couple months now. That might be true, but just looking at the transaction <laughs> log, it's such a September move of just being. Yeah, like, it is. Ah, okay, here we go, limping into the into you know the end of the month, uh, end of the season. But yeah, I agree. He's you know he can hit. 
and he gets, you know, Chris Heston. It's not a great park, but he'll be fine. Uh, who else you got? Uh, you know, Escobar against David Buchanan. Uh, okay. Escobar's had a weird bat fueled season. Uh, not a guy who I've, I don't think I've used him once this year, DFS, but I consider taking a look at him today, depending on how he's, uh, where he's situated in the lineup. Mm-hmm. There's also, uh, Corey Seeger will be facing a lefty. Uh, I'm not sure I'm too worried about that being Chris Russin. Yeah. Uh, Probably going to see the bullpen very early, and Seager's been on fire. Yeah. Also, not very expensive yet on either site, uh, surprisingly yet. so. Might catch up soon if he keeps playing and keeps producing. But Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that he's not uh, much more expensive than he is right now. Uh, 3100 on FanDuel. I don't draft Kings up in front of me at the moment, but uh, here we go. 3600 Those are bargain prices on both sites. Yeah, he's an intriguing player. He'll be a popular draft pick next year, I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> very popular. Uh, Mookie Betts, uh, hype type player. Yeah. Um, any other short stops for you? I have a couple of punts that you can consider. Uh, Sean O'Malley and then, uh, Kittle Marte against Nick Tropiano. Okay, you weren't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, either of them if they get in the lineup, uh, interesting, for sure. Yeah, I don't know that I have a lot of analysis there. Uh, not a lot of power from Marte, but he can run a bit. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're both more base runner types than, uh, power. Uh, yeah. Mally has a little bit of pop, but not too much. And you're hoping for the Mariners to put a bronze against, uh, right. Tropiano, which is not insane. It's doable. Um, okay, how about on into the outfield? <laughs> uh, top of my list starts with Bryce Harper getting Buchanan. Yep. If you went cheap at first base and elsewhere and shortstop, like, why not? There's no reason not to like that, right? Yeah, he's going to be extremely popular tonight. I don't see uh, too many people passing on that in a cash game format, for example. Yeah. Uh, that that whole national stack in general, uh, Harper, Jason Worth, uh, Robinson's an outfielder on FanDuel, uh, Michael Taylor, if he's in the lineup, uh, any and all against Buchanan really works. Uh, yeah. he's got, uh, he gives up about a run an inning. And, uh, very, very, very exploitable pitcher. Yep. Uh, that's the obvious one at the start. One of my favorite ones, we're going back to, uh, Pittsburgh. Andrew McCutcheon can hit John Lester. Um, Starling Marte really likes to hit lefties. And Starling Marte really likes to run. And yep. so I think this is not a dream matchup, because again, Lester's a good pitcher, but I'm probably gonna have him in any, you know, lineups I build tonight. I am all over Starling Marte. I, I, you know, this is maybe my favorite again because I don't know if you, you've heard this, but John Lester can't hold base runners. Allows a <laughs> lot of guys to run against them, and Marte is a good player. He's, you know, really establishing himself. Um, is a great fantasy asset. He's especially good against lefties. So, uh, you know, so I, I'm, I'm all in here. You know, it wouldn't shock me if you know Lester went out through seven scoreless, but I, I believe in. Uh, and uh, Marte to get the job done for himself, yeah. for sure. And uh, he he should be back in the lineup today. Just a quick note, he's been out with a stomach flu right. uh, since uh, the 13th. Uh, yeah. So he should be back in action today. That's usually a one or two off day type thing. Yeah, hopefully he's all right, gets back in. Because, yeah, I, I'm I'm all in there as long as he's playing. That's that's a good <laughs> note also, always in, uh, in DFS. If he's playing, he's very helpful. If he doesn't make it in the starting lineup, you don't want him. But, yeah. Should be back. Um, who else do you have in the outfield? Uh, sticky with stacks. Uh, Mets against Tom Kohler, uh, mm-hmm. Jonas Espedes, uh, Curtis Granderson. Uh, I picked Michael Conforto as my third. Uh, we can go with Kelly Johnson if he's in the lineup. Sure. Uh, pretty much any, any Mets against Tom Kohler. <laughs> yeah. Again, I like Tom Kohler at home. And on the road, he's a very different pitcher for whatever reason. 
And yeah. there's a lot of reasons, possible reasons that could be, but we don't really care why, just that it's been a couple of years now and he's shown that's a thing. So yeah, I'm fine with all those Mets. Um, do you like, uh, Michael Brantley getting Chris Medlin? I do. Uh, I like Brantley a lot. Uh, big Brantley fan in general. I wish I had him on more teams. Yeah. Uh, the only caveat with Brantley is I'm not stacking too many of his teammates today, so it's more of a one-off pick than uh, yeah. you know, a pull stack. Yeah, they're like the top of that Indians lineup. It's a little intriguing, and then it falls off really yeah. quick. Yeah, it, it disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how about Alex Gordon getting Josh Tomlin? Yeah, I like Gordon. Uh, I'd even go with Lorenzo Kane if I'm trying to build a uh, royal stack. Uh, both uh, fine options against Josh Tomlin tonight. Yeah. Uh, where else are you going in the outfield? Uh, another stack: uh, Jason Hayward, uh, Stephen Piscotty, and Brandon Moss against Ariel Pena. Yeah. Uh, that's in Milwaukee. Uh, I like all of their potential tonight. I would agree. Yeah, all those guys can hit, and it's Ariel Pena and the Brewers bullpen should be fine. Um, I love if you're going uh, Astro stack. George Springer's back, still hits mm-hmm. lefties. He gets Derek Holland. Derek Holland is. Kind of like John Lester, but not quite the potential. But if he came out and went, you know, six innings, one run or something, you wouldn't be blown away because he's shown that he can be good. But he's also capable of melting down. I think, again, I'm in on these Astros righties, I think. I believe there. And that's a boomer bust type matchup, and I think they'll be fine. Uh, and, yeah, George Springer is as good of a bet as any. Um, do you like Josh Reddick getting Jeff Samarja? Yes, big fan of that matchup. Reddick say steal on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. And uh games at the US Cellular Field, as we've mentioned, excellent park for power. Good matchup with Samarja. Uh, not uh ideal I would say, but good enough. And considering his price, uh, his potential output, uh one of my favorite picks of the day. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh how about uh JD Martinez getting Phil Hughes? Welcome him back. M- Martinez is always a lovely choice, especially against a fly ball pitcher. Uh yeah. no, just Anyone who's facing has so much power. Uh, it's like picking Nelson Cruz, except uh, with less fanfare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another sneaky-ish pick, or more based on uh, being able to run, maybe. And this is a type of thing I don't look into as much as I wish I did. But uh, David Peralta gets Tyson Ross. And Tyson Ross kind of reminds me of John Lester. And then I'm like, look, he's a pretty competent pitcher. But if you can get on base against him, you can run like crazy. Um, and so David Peralta gets him, and David Peralta's known to steal a little base. And then uh, Ender Inciarte also, a couple of left-handed bats in that Arizona outfield. And as long as they can get on base, especially Inciarte, I like Peralta more as a player, but uh, if Inciarte gets on base, I, Tyson Ross can't hold a runner at all. He's right up there with John Lester. Uh, it, it's not as pronounced or obvious because of the whole throw to first yips thing. It's, it's, there's less of a profile on it, but Tyson Ross is not holding anybody, so... Um, yeah, Ender in CRT. Or if you want to go righty on righty, a uh, guy that can run AJ Pollock, like perform yep. against lefties. Again, Tyson Ross is kind of tough because he can get guys out, but once they're on the base pass, they're going. So I like NCRT. I, I like all those Arizona guys because they can all run at least a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I think I like Pollock the most, uh, personally, yeah. even though he doesn't have the platoon advantage just because he's, you know, the best hitter of that yeah. group. Yeah. I, I feel most confident about him actually getting on base. And as you mentioned, a very, uh, base running prone, uh, Rosses, yeah. uh, can turn, uh, a couple hits into three stolen bases, uh, for Pollock. Yep. Uh, who else you got in the outfield? Let's see. I have Mookie Betts, uh, running sure. hot these days up against Ubaldo Jimenez. Sure. Nelson Cruz and Seth Smith against Nick Tropiano. 
Yeah. Uh, just a, a decent, solid matchup. Uh, yeah. One that's probably not going to be too popular of a stack, but uh, could still produce a lot of uh, runs and output. Yeah, I don't and, think uh, a Mariner's stack is crazy at all. Nope, not at all. Uh, Aaron Hicks against Alfredo Simon. Uh, Marlon Bird against John Lamb. Uh, these are just uh, you know, platoon advantage type picks against uh, guys who might be a little homer prone. Yep, I had uh, Bird against cases. Lamb for sure. Yeah. And then uh last two I have down here, uh, definitely not the last two you can pick. Just uh, I cut myself off. Uh, Dexter Fowler and Austin Jackson, generally at the top of the lineup against uh, Jay Happ. Yeah, we're going to talk about Jay Happ in a minute, though, I'm sure. Yep, we are. <laughs> yeah, um, but they like to hit lefties. You're right. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I also had Jay Bruce against Chris Heston, because why not? Matt and I argued a little bit about Jay Bruce uh, on Monday also, and he hit a homer. It wasn't off Tim Hudson. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing my shameless gloating while he's not here, <laughs> even though it was nothing Can't big. Can't defend himself. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing big at all. Uh, and yeah. Um, okay, let's get into these pitchers, cause there are plenty. Um, we already went over Joe Kelly at Baltimore. He's been undeniably hot. He's pitching like a different guy. I don't promise you that it's gonna stick that way. Uh, he has blow up potential. But, you know, the Orioles haven't been amazing either. So I think that's an option. Whereas a month ago, he was not an option. Uh, right. But he, I, he has established himself not as trustworthy, but as an option, for sure. Um, and the important thing with Kelly, he's 6,800 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DraftKings. So you're looking at a guy who has good recent performance. He recently beat the, the Blue Jays as part of this hot run. Yeah. Uh, better lineup than the Orioles. So there's at least some signs that he can take on a good offense, and he yeah. doesn't cost anything. Yeah. So he's an option for sure. If you want to grab Harper, you know, you might, you know, go Harper and Joe Kelly. That's a, a place to go. Um, I, yeah, for that price, he's definitely an option. Uh, I, I like that a lot. Uh, Steven Strasburg going to Philadelphia, why not, right? Yeah, you, you gotta think that's pretty much an automatic win. He'd have to come out of the game hurt, which is this season a very real possibility. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, still, uh, if he's in there and healthy the whole game, you gotta figure he's gonna win. Yeah, uh, he'll do fine. And then, yeah, Jay Happ is next to my list. Here's the thing. Since he came to the Pirates, six and one and seven starts, forty-two strikeouts, and seven walks, one seven nine ERA in forty innings, and uh, yeah, he's allowed a five six seven OPS against as a Pirate. And the Pirates are really into their shifts and really into how they work with their pitchers and their defense. So I'm not, I don't. He's not going to stay, you know, with an ERA below two, but that does not shock me that all of a sudden, you know, he's gotten better as a as a Pirate. The Pirates yeah. are weirdly becoming one of those like pitcher destinations, like the oh, Rays. Yeah, for a few replant. years now, yeah. Yeah, they they turn guys around. You know, the Rays, the Cardinals, those kind of guys have that reputation. All of a sudden, the Pirates can, you know, they have bean defense and they're really smart. I don't know. So I cautiously believe in Jay Happ again, not a one seven nine ERA, but being an option. And he gets the Cubs. Uh, do you like that? Are you in? Yeah, it's an option that I like. Uh, he's not too expensive on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings either, 7500 on DraftKings. I think he's like 78 on FanDuel. Yeah. Uh, so both sites, he's affordable, nice mid-tier option. Uh, Pirates have changed the way he uses his repertoire a little bit, going a little harder. There's a nice article from Jeff Sullivan on FanGraphs about it if you want to look it up uh, for a little more detail. Uh, he... Has pitched well since coming over the Pirates. The only bad outing he's had is against the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, so that is something to keep in mind. He gave up four runs and uh, 
4.2 innings, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they're the only team who's touched them up so far. Uh, yeah. We'll see how they do today. Yeah. Uh, they have swing and miss potential too. It's not a slam yeah. dunk, but it's, it's kind of like Joe Kelly where I'm like, look, that's an option. And a month ago I would have, you know, said no thanks. Um, uh, I got Chris Medlin and Josh Tomlin. They're both interesting. We picked a lot of those Royals to put the ball in the air against Tomlin, but you know he's also capable of putting up zeros, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that one can swing either way. Uh, I and uh, I was looking at Saberson earlier today. Uh, Saberson doesn't like to- Tomlin either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too thrilled with this matchup for him. I'm staying away from using him for sure, but yeah. uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he did well. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Medlin's been interesting. And like we said about that Indians lineup, if he, you know, half of it's easy and half of it is interesting. It's not murderer's row at the top, but the, there's talent for sure. He's got to get through Kipnis and Randley and Lindor. But, uh, yeah, Chris Medlin could do just fine, you know, with that good team behind him and, and the bullpen. He's an option as well. Um, who sticks out to you, uh, pitchers that I haven't gotten to? Uh, Jake DeGrom, obviously, at the top of the list yes. against the Marlins. Uh, it's just an easy matchup. Yeah. Uh, not quite as easy as Strasburg's situation, and he's a lot more expensive on DraftKings, uh, mm-hmm. over, uh, 2100 more than Strasburg. So, yeah. uh, I'd be taking the Nationals ace over DeGrom today. Yeah. Uh, still love the matchup for DeGrom in general. Absolutely. Uh, Yep. There's also a Felix Hernandez sighting yes. uh, up against Nick Tropiano. I think that should be a uh, pretty likely win for him yep. at home. Uh, he's he's had a few rough outings in the second half, so uh, there's blow potential. Yep. Uh, not as uh, automatic as we're used to from him. Yep. I don't mind John Lester, even though we've talked about a few Pirates. Yep. Uh, if you can keep him off the bases, he'll have a good outing. Yes. Uh, it's just, uh, that's always the key with Lester these days. It makes him really hard to use for DFS. Yeah. And he's capable though. We're doing that. Yep. Um, we mentioned Brett Anderson getting Colorado. You like that, right? Yeah. That's one of my favorites, uh, from a value perspective. Uh, Anderson's, it, it's a little tough to get too excited about him for DFS just because he doesn't usually last too deep into the game. Uh, generally around six innings. Uh, he doesn't really record too many strikeouts. Uh, it's more, you're looking at this Rockies lineup seeing, uh, very little potential to do damage against him. Yes, I agree. We mentioned Arenado and that's about it. That's, that you can be kind of, uh, excited about. Um, yeah, there, how about there's a, a few other guys, uh, like Will and Rosario, uh, Dustin Garneau has a little bit of power. Yeah. Uh, but they're <laughs> more of a high risk, high reward type picks. Yeah. Uh, you could consider Nick Tropiano, right? It's like a fade. It's a deep pick. Yeah, like you, said, he's you, intriguing. you could look at him as a deep pick. Uh, yeah. I'm, I can tell you right now, I won't be even considering him for any of my rosters, but it's right. uh, something you could go after. Yeah, not a favorite. There's too many other sneaky picks I kind of like today. You know, yeah. two other yeah, they're cheap options I like. Uh, so it's not recommended, but it's it's not craziness. Um, my crazy pick of the day, I like this. To, hear me out. Uh, Julio Tehran gets the Blue Jays, and the Blue Jays are a bad matchup, and it's gonna scare everybody away. And uh, I would only pick this as its own like separate thing in a GPP. But Julio Tehran has been good at home, and he's been good against righties. And he's pitching at home, and the Blue Jays lineup is full of righties. So if there's a matchup, he won't, I mean he doesn't prefer to face the Blue Jays; they're just too good. But um, I could see him doing okay today. And I'm, I'm not saying rush out and get him, but I'm saying, hey, like, if you want to get crazy, like, nobody else is picking Julio Tehran. 
I don't think. And uh, those could be points that he puts up that nobody else has. Uh, do you think I'm insane? Uh, maybe. Uh, the only <laughs> issue I have with the pick is I can't see him really breaking that ceiling where he's putting up huge points. Right. Uh, so I, I think the best case scenario, he could do well. I agree with your analysis in general that he could have a fine game. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see what distinguishes him from uh, Jeff Samarja or Chris Heston or right. Brett Anderson even. I don't think he's uh, going to throw eight scoreless or strike right, 11. Right, right. So you're, you're looking at maybe like 11 FanDuel points, and right. there's going to be... 10, 15 pitchers who can do that today. Sure. Uh, so there's uh, safer directions, I think, you can go for the same production. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even know that I would build the stack with them, but I wanted to bring him up in case, you know, he throws out a quality start tonight because most people would just go, oh, Toronto's been bad, and oh, it's the Blue Jays. And I'm like, you know, like, he, he'll be, I think he'll be better than you think. But, but yeah, I'm not sure I'm rushing up to do it. I, but I, I wanted to bring it up. I want to bring it up, uh, mm-hmm. which still might be insane. <laughs> um, uh, Carlos Martinez gets the Brewers, should do fine, right? Yeah, my, my concern with Martinez, it seems like the Cardinals are managing his innings these days. Uh, I yeah. don't know that he's going to have the ceiling that goes with this price tag. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, if, if they're not letting him go that deep and if they get an early lead against Pena, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That said, you know, his struggles are with lefties, and there aren't many mean lefties in that lineup. If you can avoid getting hurt by Adam Lind, you know, he'll do fine. Yeah. Um, you have anybody else at pitcher? Who you got? I did mention Tyson Ross on my little list here sure. against the Diamondbacks. It's not one I love, and uh, given his price tag, a lot more expensive than uh, the mid-tier options we've talked about. Uh-huh. I kind of see him in that same group as a... Uh, you know, Heston, Turan, Samarja. Yeah. Uh, maybe a slightly higher ceiling than that, but, uh, you know, not, not a great play tonight, just a good play. So, yeah. uh, I, I'm not too thrilled about the price and the matchup. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, I think that does it. Is that all the picks for you? Yeah, that about covers it. Um, uh, yeah. one thing I'm just kind of, uh, re-noticing on DraftKings, uh, Josh Tomlin's 10,400. Uh, that's absurd. Don't pick Josh Tomlin on DraftKings. That's he's, too much. He's cheap on FanDuel, so you can consider him there. Yeah, he's an intriguing guy, but he's not an awesome guy. Don't, you know, he's not a lock by any means. And, no. you know, like we said, a pitcher, there's enough in, interesting guys, uh, other than aces. If you want to go Strasburg to Graham or Felix, there's nothing wrong with that. But Joe Kelly, Jay Happ, Brett Anderson, like, there's, you know, if you're crazy, Julio Duran, like, there's guys that are good for second options or even cheap options. Like, it would be fun to pick Joe Kelly as your main pitcher and then just go load up on hitters, cause he might cruise to a win, you know. Uh, it's, it's not a day to get way too brave, because there's, there's options, I feel like. So, yeah, uh, kind of a nice balanced slate tonight, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely a nice deep slate, uh, good direction to go with pitching and with uh, stacks. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, that should about do it for us. Brad, you got anything to plug before we get out of here? Yeah. So usually I pass up the plugging. Uh, in today's Daily Grind, I mentioned a, uh, a first base dynasty prospects article that I put together for another site. And uh, I wouldn't mind some looks at that. It's a uh, a tough topic to cover. Sure. Uh, I'm not Kylie McDaniel. I'm not a prospect guy. Uh, it's, I have some talent and some success over the years with, uh, you know, parsing scouting reports, um, mm-hmm. combining them with the stats that 
players produce in the minors and having a good idea of who's going to turn into somebody. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not really a scouting guy. I'm sure I've missed a few of the big names that might come up, uh, you know, three, four years down the road at first base. So, uh, I like to get some views. Uh, Fangraphs readers usually good at, uh, providing nice feedback. And is that a, a fantasy, uh, article as well? Yes, yes. It's, yeah, uh, fantasy baseball dynasty leagues. Uh, yeah. eventually we converted over to a, uh, auto new type, uh, post for fan graphs. That's an extra added spin to the prospect stuff where a lot of times prospect lists have guys a lot higher and you're like, yeah, but a lot of that's defense or whatnot. Right. You know, right. uh, maybe less so at first base, but that's just an added difficulty angle to it is trying to look at prospects and then also figure out, you know, what are they going to do at first base? So. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, find that on, uh, on Rotographs or Brad is on Twitter at baseball a team. And like you said, he's writing all over the place and he's writing all the time. So he's a good follow and uh, a lot of good content written by Brad other than joining me on the podcast twice a week here. Uh, so yeah, make sure to give him a follow. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS. Um, like to hear from you about, uh, the podcast, you know, we only got a few weeks left, but, uh, the feedback's appreciated and we really appreciate, uh, you guys listening, you know, if you, if you guys weren't listening, we wouldn't, you know, be doing it. So, uh, like to hear from you guys and it's always appreciated. So yeah, uh, that should do it for us. Uh, for Brad, I'm Dylan. We're out of here. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. 